0: All right. Hey guys, this is Will. I just want to let you know where we're going to be going today. This is episode 90. We're only 10 episodes away from the 100th episode. I want you guys to get involved as much as you possibly can. Now there's a couple of ways we want you to do this. First option is I'll be making a post in the Facebook fan group, Conversations About That, 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 where you can get in on that and chime in on any favorite episodes, anything you want to talk about as it relates to things you've heard from us things like that. Also, voicemails. We want to hear from you. So if you go to anchor.fm, go to our show, you can leave a voice message. And when you leave that voice message, just let us know how you feel about the show. You know, any any exciting encouragement, anything you want to hear in future episodes, things like that. That would be great. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about two primary days. We're going to be talking about the Darkwing Duck episode that was on Disney XD, as well as the Animaniacs trailer. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We hope you enjoy this episode of Conversations About Dot, 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 and continue to stick with us for the ride. We greatly appreciate you all. Hey guys, before we get this started, I just want to tell you about an exciting new tool that has helped and is also a sponsor of the podcast, Poddex. Poddex are a deck of cards that you can use to get everything from ideas to podcast topics, to ideas for Would You Rather questions and other exciting podcast stuff, all the decks of cards you can use to help grow your podcast and more importantly, come up with ideas when you're running dry on ideas. So what you want to do, and that's also a great way to support the show, by the way, go to www.poddex.com, use the promotional code, join the conversation, and get 5% off of your order. So that's www.poddex.com, Join the conversation for the Promote code for five percent off your order. You will not regret it, ladies, and gentlemen, boys, and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to another fun-filled, fun-packed episode of conversations about dot, dot, dot. I am the I am the fire that burns in the belly and inspires the nations. I am Will. I am the host of the show. With me, as always, are the Rasco Bros. Say hello, ladies, say hello, gentlemen.
1: Yeah, hello. Uh, hello 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 it's us the roscoe brothers i'm jingles roscoe i'm
2: smiter whoa i'm smiter roscoe wow what? wow 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 <laughs> wow what a wild what a wild crazy world well, with some weird wild stuff. what was the name of that old tv host back in the day that was all like wow that is just so, that 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 is just some wild weird crazy stuff and then he would go <laughs> <"What's Roman?" laughs> right you are Jenny.
0: Ed Sullivan, maybe?
2: Ed Sullivan, thank you.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we're talking about wild and crazy stuff. We're going to get into some wild and crazy stuff. We're going to get into the Darkwing Duck episode. We mentioned it last week, but we wanted to get into it since Disney decided to share the episode with us on Disney XD on their YouTube channel. So we could watch the actual episode Uh, because unlike me, and I don't have cable, so it was awesome that they actually put that on the YouTube channel. So that way, you know,
1: we don't have cable either.
0: So I, I definitely enjoyed it. We have so forsaken uh, the awesome. ways of cable. Ah, so we're going to talk some Darkwing Duck. So first of all, guys, what did you generally? What did you guys think of the episode? Um.
1: It's- so this is to to reiterate. This is Ducktales. But well, yes, DuckTales. it was a DuckTales, whole episode, episode that has to do with suffering. Darkwing Duck. Titled
2: Let's, Let's Get, Get Dangerous. Dangerous. Yes. Uh,
1: good, good, I uh it. good. I thought it was a really good episode.
2: I hated it.
1: No. <laughs> 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 but I mean I
2: hate I don't like it when they can back my old characters and they're not exactly what they were before. Um, (laughs) Bushroot didn't talk Yeah So that's a negative That's a negative Bushroot
0: looked creepy
2: He did
1: He did, I loved it Don't
0: put that out there He kind of looked like zombie Bushroot
1: Kind of Yeah Go ahead, brother I've forgotten what I was going to say Okay Uh, But no Uh, I've mentioned it before I've mentioned it with other people Uh, I've mentioned it I mention it a lot, but the new DuckTales is really, really good. And they keep doing a really, really good job. So, um, as such, this episode, once again, was really, really good. I can't think of any stinker episodes at this point. Mm, Fair point, yeah.
0: I like Uh, the fact that the main, well, I say the main bad guy... The the, the the main bad guy starts off kind of as a good guy. that's a lot misguided. Mm-hmm. And then over time, you start to see... Because at first, he doesn't really look like the old school version of his character. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, in the original DuckTales, the thing he creates... In, in this DuckTales episode. I can't remember the name of it.
1: I don't remember what it was called either.
0: Like some sort of rod genomometer or some sort of thing or oh, something the like that. Oh, the ramrod. Ram oh,
2: the ramrod, that's what it was. You know,
3: the
0: Raja yeah. Marauderator. But anyway, right. the ramrod that he was creating in this episode, if I'm not mistaken, in the first episode of the original Darkwing Duck, he was actually trying to take the ramrod. Like he was trying to steal the ramrod from somebody else, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he didn't make it. It was another guy that pretty much made it.
0: Yeah, it was uh, Gosselin's uh, grandfather. Grandfather. Grandfather, yes. Who, uh, through the course of the episode, we find out that she's trying to figure out where he is because she feels like he is in another dimension. She doesn't feel like he's dead, like a lot of people think he is. He's in another dimension. And mm-hmm. so, they're trying to figure that out, of course. darkly. I like, they didn't do much with the suit. But I like how they kind of leaned him up a bit.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, he he still reminds me of the original character. Of course, I know in the DuckTales universe, he's a different person. Yeah. Because he's the new guy that's playing the role, but then he becomes Darkwing in a sense. Like, he's not yeah. a role anymore.
1: Well, yeah. And he he is Drake Mallard.
0: So, wait, I thought he was a different person in the other Stuff beforehand. I must have missed him
1: No, no. He his his real name is Drake Mallard. He is the Drake Mallard. Um the guy that was playing Darkwing Duck in the Darkwing Duck TV show. This is gonna get really meta, please continue. is Jim Starling. Okay.
0: hmm Oh, so his name was Jim Starling playing Dark playing Drake Mallard. I don't basically. think they
1: ever actually mentioned what Darkwing Duck's real name was supposed to be in the cartoon.
0: Yeah.
1: Sorry. No no no. Their
2: live action show. You're right. For to them, it was a live action show. <laughs> to them, it was a live
0: action show. Got it. Okay, so and that makes sense because so, I was like, I was like, so he Drake Mallard. Okay. So anyway, I thought it was really interesting. I love the fact that it's Launchpad. It, I believe it was Dewey. It was London? Yep, it was Dewey. Okay, so I love the fact that the super fans. You know, while uh, Scrooge and them were working with the ramrod and all that stuff, they were kind of off doing their own thing. And I love the scene where they're on top of the building, filming Darkwing Duck, literally doing nothing except for like standing on a rooftop, just looking menacing.
3: Hold
2: on. He wasn't doing nothing. He was glowering. That's right. He was brooding over the city.
1: As all heroes, as should as all
2: dark heroes, should. That's right. You know, Batman doesn't sit up on top of a gargoyle and just do, do nothing. nothing. He sits up there and he goes, "This city is sick,
0: and I'm its cure." Makes And then something,
2: sense. something, something, something. Rorschach's
1: journal. A comedian died. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> comedian died today. Um, Funny that, joke. That that uh, that voice you were doing reminds me. Of a, a recent episode Well not recent it was last year mm-hmm. uh, Episode of Critical Role uh, When they did a one shot uh, And there were, they Created one guy created Like this uh, Superhero who was Multiclassed as a rogue and a barbarian Yeah uh, And they, his name was the Elbear. <laughs> The L-Bear seeks justice. <laughs> yes. And he was wow. doing like that voice and it it was so good. Didn't, Didn't you, you say my he favorite had like character?
2: a full list of like uh justice and law and crime related puns? Oh yeah. No
1: tell <laughs> he's he's like such a pun master. Yeah. And yeah, the l Uh I was all like crime I love him. Pay. <laughs> I was I was hoping and a lot of the fan art for the owl bear yeah. <laughs> like they like, they just they just straight up like but give did them, Batman. They just Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Speaking so of Batman Owlman. The yeah. so
0: Owlman, Batman, Darkwing Duck.
2: Yes. No no no. Owlman, Batman, Darkwing Duck, Owl Bear, and the Night Owl? And the Night Owl. There we go. There you
0: go. Okay. Just crossing all sorts of interesting, uh, interesting things together. so I
1: realized, And it makes sense. And it makes total sense. Um, <laughs> I realized, like, because DC has been putting a lot of the Watchmen stuff into the now mainstream DC universe. Yeah, how crazy Doctor is that? Dr. Manhattan and stuff like that. Did did they do anything with Night Owl? Because I don't think – I think the only thing that they've been doing is using Dr. Manhattan as far as they I They probably used
0: Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. For the Doomsday Clock thing. Where somehow or another Superman was supposed to teach Dr. Manhattan about humanity, which I still don't understand why the least human amongst the other... Because DC said it as the reason they did it that way was because Clark was the most experienced coming from a foreign land, coming into a world that he didn't know, and then being taught by humanity how to be human. Mm Mm-hmm that he could teach Dr. Manhattan. But I'm like, I feel like the person that should be the human teaching Dr. Manhattan about people should be like the Flash.
3: Mm.
0: Because even though he has powers that just almost almost bridge on the level of a god as far as being able to tap into the speed force, mm-hmm. he's still human enough. Because somebody would say, well, what about Batman? Well, no, Batman's not. I mean, Batman's human, yes, but Batman's not a hope guy, Yeah, really. Not really. Whereas the Flash, no matter what iteration, has always been a hope person. Yep. So it felt like Flash should have been one to teach Dr. Manhattan about
1: humanity. Yes.
0: But uh, well, I don't
2: think about. Jeff Johns needs to continue to push Flash more than he already Well, has. No, he
0: just keeps pushing and screwing over Wally West. Because yeah. for some reason, everybody in D.C. hates Wally West. Like, Wally West in the uh, the latest identity thing they did, like, they did this thing where Wally West came out, he was killing, he killed a bunch of people. And it's like, why would Wally West kill people? So
2: speaking of and Wally West. then they revealed West. that, like,
0: it was the real Wally West was trapped in the Speed Force. This was a doppelganger. No, go ahead.
2: No, I. Sorry, I. You dropped out in audio for me. I thought you were actually pausing, so I was gonna. Leave oh no, that. no!
0: I heard you talking. I paused. I didn't oh, know. So
2: sorry about that. Yeah, your audio oh, yeah. dropped
1: out for like a second.
2: Yeah. No, I was just gonna say. Speaking of Wally West and the Flash and the Justice League and Batman, Darkwing Duck was pretty fun.
0: It was. We we're going back to it. Um, <laughs> I do say that I hope. And I know we had Gizmo Duck in there, but and I hope no, they made a Justice Duck reference. But I would love to see the Justice Duck in a future one of these. If they're going to continue to kind of do these Dark Tales, Dark, Dark Tails, Duck Tales, Darkwing Duck mashups, it would be cool to get one where eventually they pay off the Justice, Justice uh, Ducks, where you have the good guys and the full team of bad guys in an episode.
2: I'll be honest, I don't remember the Justice Ducks.
0: I know it was, there was a Marine, there was, i trying to think of who the Justice Duck was. I know that one of them was like a Marine one. It was like a girl duck, but she was like a kind of a creature from the Black Lagoon type. Jingles, there was, put it on screen.
1: I am going to.
0: I am actually on Google right now pulling it up All as right. well.
1: The Justice
2: Ducks. Just. Honestly, with the way that they've been laying seeds out everywhere, I just appreciate them. Like, it, like it's all coming back. And we've already had Goofy show up. we already had the uh, Rescue Rangers show up. There's a picture. You got it? All right.
0: All right. Yeah, there's Darkwing Duck Morgana. And then.
1: I don't, I don't remember heard. the names cool
0: of the list. other ones. Stegmut, because Stegmut's kind of a dinosaur-y type-looking one. You mm-hmm. see the picture.
2: Who's this magic dispel-looking lady?
0: So that's Morgana. That's the person that was kind of in the Darkwing. Oh yeah, like they kind of dated. And Stegmut, I don't the know. The
2: do you think they're going to go with the Justice Ducks, or do you think they're going to give them a name like synonymous with uh, the Avengers?
0: Neptuna there you go Neptuna is the one is the one that looks like the little um, little creature in the black Lagoon type. she's the green one with the fins mm-hmm. so that's the that's the that's the Justice Ducks team. Well like I said, they made the reference to Justice Ducks in the episode. Now whether they keep them with that name or change it, it's totally up to them of course. Yeah. But I mean, we got Gizmo Duck as the actual thing, and they made the reference. I would hope that they, honestly, I would hope they wouldn't change it. I'd hope they keep it the same. Because if they were going to change it, you would think that they wouldn't. I mean, well, no, because when, was it Launchpad that made the reference to the Justice Duck episode? I mean, I guess they could change the name and just be like, well, they were called the Justice Duck in this show, but now we're going to call them something different.
2: You would want them to be the Justice Ducks, you DC fanboy. I like fan the Justice You DC fanboy.
0: <laughs> I'm a multi comic book a, a brand fanboy. Oh, so. I know.
1: I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of a bees an accusatory in this general nerd conversation. <laughs> the kind right. of one that, like, we're all sitting here going, "All like, I like Marvel. I like Marvel too. I like DC. I also like DC." Boy, those DC movies aren't good. No, they aren't very good.
3: (laughs) But I like the idea
2: of, uh, like, no, treat it like it was in the 80s and 90s when the line in the sand was drawn. (laughs) Those were some Uh, dark days, brother.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's either that or eventually if, you know, Disney decides to do something really goofy and just buys – DC Comics from Warner Brothers in order so that Warner Brothers can make back some of their money that they've lost Then I mean it'd be the ultimate weird thing at that point because then it would just be the total Domination of the mouse would just be ruling over the kingdom of everything. hmm
1: I think personally I'm, I'm not expecting um, the new Darkwing Duck I don't think they're gonna rehash old stories. I think they're gonna Yeah make new stories I but see still that. referencing the old stuff. Yeah, just, um, just like new DuckTales. Yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna, you know, mention and yeah. make reference to that old stuff. Yeah. But make new and really good stories.
2: And you know what's interesting? I was expecting the episode to end with uh with the cartoon with the TV show villains. hmm Like staying. Mm-hmm. I was expecting that, and I was expecting it. it's all like, oh, now they're going to be here, and now he's going to have to fight uh, the old villains again. <laughs> it was like, and then eventually, I'm sure they'll work in some new villains. No, they threw him back in their original universe, mm-hmm. and I actually really appreciated that mm-hmm. because now it's all like, cool, we're still on a blank slate, we still can just go anywhere with this. Yeah, and I think that's really neat. We've had our moment where we've done an homage to what has been before in the first uh, introductory episode to Darkwing Duck and now in this special that they've done Mm -hmm. now I think there's nothing I don't think there's much else Darkwing Duck can do in a meaningful light in DuckTales and still be his own it's time for him to get his own show
0: Mm -hmm. yeah would definitely like to see a show at some point myself. I think that would be awesome. So um, now anyway we go into the episode and is it Taurus Bull? Is that his name? Yeah, Taurus.
2: I remember his first name being Taurus. Yeah.
0: Okay. And so they go in, you know, Darkwing's doing his thing. You know, they do their deal. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Eventually, you know, they're they're trying to warn, they're trying to warn him about the ramrod and about the error. Well, there's Doctor Thaddeus Waddlemeyer, who is the yeah, who who is the grandfather of of um, Goslin. Gosling, and so they try to warn him about what's going on. <laughs> And the fact that he disappeared after that. So then, of course, he kind of turns it around as, you know, he told me there was an era. Taurus Bulba. Taurus Bulba, okay. So he kind of turns it around as like, well, he told me there was a possible era, but then he disappeared. You know, and I just don't know what to do or whatever. And so as time goes on, you start to realize that, you know, even when Goslin wants to kind of go off on her own, Dewey's just like, I'll go with you. You know, it's kind of the idea that this kid is still an adventure into adventure, whether it's him and his brothers or whoever. And he's always down to get into something. So I really appreciated that little character beat for him, because it's not like he's in another world, and so he just kind of he just kind of becomes different. Like the standard trope would have been for him to be like, "Oh, god you're so pretty," you know. Let me let me hold your hand. Let me bring you a juice box or whatever. But it was they played it very much like no. Like if you're gonna go down and you're gonna get into this, like let me go with you. You know we'll see. You know even if no one else goes with us, we'll go do this. So I thought that was really cool. So as time goes on, eventually they get into a fight with uh, Taurus, and I love the fact that during that fight he gets shot and he ends up seeing the part of a horn blasted off, and the scar above his eye. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, so that's how he got it. <laughs> you know, because I mean, when you see him in the old school show, he just has it, you know, so I thought that was an interesting twist on how that worked out. And so you can tell he's getting a little bit more agitated of course with them because they're messing with his stuff. And of course Gosselin's trying to get in there and find the, find out where her granddaddy is. But that doesn't quite work out. So then, you know, the you know, basically Scrooge and them start finding out what's going on and then they get locked away. You know, they kinda get caught. It's just like I'm not gonna No, no, you're not gonna mess this up. And so then it basically opens the little portal, and that's when you see Bushroot, Megabolt, Liquidator, and Quackerjack come through. Mm-hmm. And so they're just messing stuff up. They're just tan stuff up. They're just being destructive. Uh, was Foul in the original Darkwing Duck, or was that the yes. Shush organization with a name change?
1: Yes, it, it, I'm reading that Foul was uh, involved.
0: What was Shush? I don't it know. Was it Shush? Maybe it I was crazy. Goof Troop. Maybe Shush. they
2: had evil villains in the background. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, gorgeous.
2: Gosh Max It looks like it's time for us to save the world I'm not the hero this city needs, Max But I'm the one that it deserves
0: Max just like Max just comes out and all of a sudden he's voiced by Keith David He's like, that's okay, father, I've got this He's like, Max? He's like I've been a spy working for the government for the past 12 years trying to take down Shush.
2: (laughs) No, no. Uh, He still has to be voiced by Keith David, but only after they have the uh, Goof Troop Death in the Family arc. Oh, gosh. Mm. Where the audience
0: votes. Who would be the one to die?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Max, Max, obviously. obviously.
0: Oh, so Goofy is voiced by Keith David. Okay, got it.
2: No, Max is, because... (laughs) When the audience votes to kill Max, he comes back as the Red Goof.
0: <laughs>
2: I oh, I don't think I like any of this. <laughs> and then he shows up in Darkwing Duck. Yes.
0: As a and, bad guy. Uh,
2: and then we have to. Uh, let's not forget about the eventual uh, Duck Knight Rises arc. Yes. For Darkwing Duck, where he has to face off against Gizmo Duck. And Gizmo Duck's all like, "I'm gonna take you into the government," and then Darkwing Duck is all like, "You're not brave. Men are brave."
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then he hits him with some—I don't know, like kryptonite stuff. I don't know.
3: Yep.
0: <laughs> we just—we're well, we're definitely <laughs> let's just we are definitely let the just let us just squeeze sure. everything in here. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So we get to the point where Darkwing, Launchpad, and Goslin run into Quackerjack, who's chasing him through the streets in a giant robot. And then they get chased away by Liquidator. I thought it was really funny when they do the whole thing where they're getting chased and then they dive to the cubbyhole. And so Quack and Jack is still running around trying to find them. And you think, oh, they're safe, right? Nope, because here comes the Liquidator. He's going to flood them out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so Goslin, of course, is sitting there trying to be upset with Darkwing Duck saying that she, he's not taking the job seriously. Launchpad comes up there basically tells her, you know, that you know, you think he's not taking it seriously, but he is. You know, every night he's trying to find your grandfather. And so you hear a conversation where he's talking to Fenton, of course, in the uh, in the Gizmo duck suit about trying to figure out how to get get him out. And he's just like Fenton's just like, there's not a way to do it. Every time they open that thing, it's gonna make things worse. And the longer it stays open, the worse things are gonna get. It's only gonna be able to open like one more time. And if it opens like one more time, we're going to end up losing reality as we know it, basically. Yes. And so Goslin realizes he's been trying to find her grandfather the whole time, which I think is really sweet because it kind of t- it kind of knocks a chip off of her shoulder in that regard. Mm-hmm. So of course she goes down. You know, he's tired. He's been up, you know, trying to find her and everything. And he, you know, she puts him to bed. Basically, she lays him down. And then they get the alarm, and not, to, not wanting to wake Goslin up, he decides to go out on his own to go try to take out, uh, take out the villains
3: mm-hmm.
0: because he gets the location of where they are. And so Launchpad and Goslin end up finding out about it. And of course, they dress up as uh, Jamba, Lake, Jamba Jake and the Bugmaster. And... Jumb- Jake, the- I thought it
2: was Cajun Jake.
0: Well, in the Jambalaya... Jum- jumb- 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 I'm gonna
2: wrestle him down like I got this here gator. Jambalaya.
0: Jumbly- jambalaya?
2: Jambalaya.
0: Jambalaya Jake and the... I,
2: I don't care. There's, Z-L- there's Z-list villains. Who cares?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, you know, not the people who let him in because they were just like no more the here Yeah, uh, you guys-
2: I like how they recognize them. It's like, oh, great, sea lisk villains.
0: All right, come on in. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Goslin ends up kind of going in, and she gets a heroic moment of her own because she ends up freeing Scrooge and them, and then she ends up trying to find her granddad. You get this moment where she's like, yeah. do I keep it open or do I shut it down?
1: Yeah, Jambalaya Jake.
0: Jambalaya Jake, okay, there we go. I just want to make sure I'm saying it right. And so she decides basically, cause Taurus even says, you know, look, we can make our own reality with our grandfather in it, if you want to, you know. And Goslin does the heroic thing cause Launchpad says right beforehand, she's like beforehand, it's like, why is he doing this? This doesn't make sense. Why is he doing, he doesn't have to put himself like out like that. She's like, you're right. Because being a hero when it's easy is always the easy thing. It's mm-hmm. when it's tough that you become a hero.
2: He being a reference to Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Yes.
0: And she's ba- he's basically telling her that because that's when she sees the moment where it's like, you know, being heroic is never about just a costume. It's about doing what's right when it's tough. And so, you know, she has that moment and she fires the little thing at the deal and breaks the machine, basically shut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then darkwing and launchpad gotta have a moment they're back-to-back fighting different things are happening they're going through uh and then finally as they're going through you know uh they managed to get the villains back in the rift and then they defeat taurus and so bradford who's been in there who was a part of foul the whole time
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh you know he basically gets in this helicopter and it's funny because he has this little moment with the person driving the helicopter. He's like, get in. He's like, why do you have this painted on the side of the helicopter? And she's all like, well, what would you rather have us just have on a unmarked helicopter? Yes! <laughs> 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 and so at that point, Scrooge and them sees it. And Scrooge and them are just like, what, Bradford? You work for foul," And he's just like, Yeah. He says, in your days of, in your days of adventuring around, no more Scrooge McDuck and they just got to fly off.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, of course, Scrooge has his mind, you know, things are going to get very much more dangerous for us, you know. And of course, you know, now you've got a champion in St. Kennard, because there's crime near the end. And of course, he comes up to Gosselin and says, I'm going to do all I can to help you find your granddad. Uh, can I take you under my wing to train you up as a partner? and she says yes basically and then uh, uh, Launchpad decides to join Darkwing basically saying I'll spend my days in Duckburg and my nights in St. Canard and I'll sleep on the drive over
2: mm-hmm. I love that
0: but but for, for, for Launchpad that's a crazy line Like no, it's, it's a
2: pretty normal, normal, normal for line for him mm-hmm.
0: you know I just love it because <laughs> if I if I heard him say it I was just like yeah that's what Launchpad would do <laughs> Oh, see,
2: for me, I really like that line because, well, not only is it pretty dang funny, but um, it actually sort of, in my mind, references the just odd nature. I, I remember this even as a kid. My, you know, the older Roscoe brothers pointing out, it's like, how is Launchpad in Darkwing Duck and in Ducktales? And it's neat because just that one little joke sort of addresses that in this new Mm -hmm. DuckTales it's like this is why he's going to be both in DuckTales and in Darkwing Duck and it's going to be the same launch pad Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
2: because we didn't get that we didn't get that in the original shows
0: there was no real explanation no I do appreciate the fact also and I just found this out as I was looking through the credits I didn't realize that Lin-Manuel Miranda was the voice of Fenton Crackshell yep yep slash Missile Duck I didn't know
2: yeah is That's I've got funny. a. If I ever meet the man, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna ask anything about Hamilton. I want to be like, Hey, can you say, uh, blathering blather, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yay!
0: And I hope. Or just start randomly. Randomly I, saying lines as Gizmo Duck.
2: Gizmo Duck. No, no, don't say. Don't say him as like current you Gizmo Duck, but same as like the old Gizmo Duck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go yep. so that is the episode of, of um, DuckTales I had to remind myself that the fellows were so gracious to remind me let's get dangerous and I greatly appreciate them talking with me about it now the next thing I want to talk about with you mm. involves the trailer of Animaniacs now this is a revival of the Animaniacs show that was out back in the day uh this show is gonna be two, as of right now as far as we know it's gonna be two thirteen episode seasons mm-hmm. on hulu the first season will drop november the 20th i believe and so i'm gonna instead of asking you what you thought of it i'm gonna ask you this what do you want to see besides what you've seen in it so far like, are there any characters that you didn't see in the original trailer that you want to see come back in the, Animaniacs, in the Animaniacs show on Hulu?
1: Dr. Scratch and Sniff, that's it. Yes. Dr. Doctor Scratch and
0: Sniff? Yes. That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to have Dr. Scratch and Sniff, you got to have the nurse.
1: I mean, yeah, that's why I, we want I, Dr. S- Scratch and Sniff. Uh, I, I suppose... <laughs> That's important just Look, to have their nurse, their... Long well. and short,
2: because we had a bit of a discussion on our Discord server. Yeah. Okay. And there was this discussion of like, you know, like, oh, wow, uh, looks like Animaniacs are political. And uh, some of us older viewers were all like, well, they've always been political. Yeah. They've always been political and they've always thrown around adult jokes every once in a while. Yes. Yeah. And I actually managed to find a compilation of some of their best stuff in that regards. And Mm -hmm. I put it up on the discord server and it was just nice to be able to go back and be all like, yeah, yeah, they always were kind of dirty and they always were, uh, but they were also so, so clever with turn of phrase and double entendre. Mm -hmm. So good with it. (laughs) And one of the best ones that I can remember was uh, with Beethoven. I don't know if you remember that one, Will, that, that bit,
0: uh-huh.
1: That's a pretty good bit.
2: Yeah, where like they run into Beethoven and he says, "I am
1: Ludwig von Beethoven, world famous composer and pianist." I'm sorry, what? A pianist. Good night, everybody. <laughs> and that yeah.
2: was.
1: I like that as a
2: trademark because it's okay. We made the joke. For those of you that are gonna get it, you're gonna get it. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>
1: see ya. Right.
0: <laughs> right, we're done.
1: I'm a big fan of uh, uh, "Stop messing around and give me the bird." Uh, I would, but the censors f- the wouldn't allow me to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's another great one. <laughs> and that's what I want yeah. more of. I want more of like that sort of fast-paced, high-quality type of joke.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think it's easy. Like, I'll be honest. One thing that I'm worried about is. The idea of getting the exact same staff that you had mm-hmm. on the original work to come back on it. Yeah, I think that's kind of a big deal. And I think... like, Aside from the voice actors. Right. Because the voice actors will nail any line that you give them. Right. But we're talking about the writing staff. This is what I'm the most worried about. If they end up bringing back all the same writing staff from way before, that actually kind of makes me worried. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't feel like the nature of the jokes will actually resonate that much with a younger audience, while also feeling familiar to the older audience. That's one of the things that I love about the new Ducktales is that they have young writers with older writers. Yeah, and they have that mix in between, and they have that back and forth, where they can end up landing jokes. And new, fresh jokes that we've never heard before. Right. And also, you know, talking about... uh, And also making jokes about the old days. One of my favorite jokes from the new DuckTales is a really fast one. And it's really subtle. And it's... And I'm only using this as an example. But it's a joke where... Louie and uh, Huey Mm -hmm. are in front of Donald Duck... And Donald Duck is wondering where Dewey is. <laughs> and he's mad. And he says, wait a minute. Where's Dewey? And then Huey and Huey and Louie speak at the same time. But Huey says, uh, asleep. But Louie says, <laughs> who's, who's Dewey? Dewey? <laughs> and then Huey does a slow turn towards him. Yeah. And that's all. That's the entire bit. But I always found that really clever because that's a new style of joke that's sort of coming along. Yeah, and it's very, very clever. And I want to see more of that with Animaniacs. Yeah. Um, I also don't think it's a good idea to... I guess I'm worried about Animaniacs going the way of Powerpuff Girls. Mm. And I don't know if you've seen too much of the new Powerpuff Girls, Will.
0: No, I, I tried to stay away from that, like, the plague. I think I saw, like, one episode, and I was just so like, no. It,
2: it's frustratedly out of touch
3: mm-hmm.
2: and
1: you out of touch
2: like they've got jokes <laughs> that are clearly written by older people to appeal to young kids
1: mm-hmm. well i know that a lot of the staff is returning for the new animaniacs yeah but i'm fairly certain they're hiring like the right people Hey, you know what i, I
2: it's actually kinda you know what's kind of settling my nerves a little bit on that? What's that? Steven Spielberg. Yeah. He's still an executive, he is back as an
0: executive producer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? He He had a really good eye for talent. He has a pretty good eye for talent. He does. And I like part of me is less worried now because of that. Mm-hmm. But uh I mean, we're going to see political jokes because we've always seen political jokes from Animaniacs. Yeah. Uh, but let's see a little bit more of that silly adult humor. That's very fast, very subtle.
1: Very fast, very subtle. Except for ladies, for the ladies.
0: Oh, <laughs> love! Well, for example, with the pinky and the brain, because that's the only two definitive characters that they showed was you know the set of the Warner Brothers and sister. And the Pinky and the Brain, of course, in one part of the trailer you see uh, some of the old Warner Brothers characters. And I'm kind of wondering how they're going to implement, like, characters like Huckleberry Hound and stuff like that into this. Like, I don't know for sure where they're going to go with that.
3: Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. But I know, for example, they talked about um, when, you know, in this song, for example, they have the It's Time for Animaniacs. You should see our new contracts instead of pay for play contracts. And then later, you know, Pinky and the Brain are talking about, you know, Pinky getting catfished. Yep. On a dating app. And then he turns the thing around, you literally see a catfish.
3: Yep.
2: And honestly, this is just me. That joke actually made me a little worried. Mm -hmm. It's just because it fell flat for me. I'm Mm -hmm. sure a lot of people like that joke. But it fell flat for me because it felt like something that was just really ob- like a really obvious joke. Mm-hmm. If I can guess the end of the joke before you get to it, I'm usually not as uh, what's the word I'm looking for engaged with the joke mm-hmm. as I would be otherwise.
0: So I got to ask a question because I've been pondering this since I watched it. Watch that trailer. How would you fix that joke to make it better? Because I don't know. I would drop, make that? I, I wouldn't
1: have used that joke. No, I would drop it.
0: Okay, so just the joke just is bad overall.
1: Okay, yeah. so there's
2: no way to fix it. Yeah, okay. I would use that. No, that's fair. Uh, no, I'm like, I don't. It's one of those obvious puns that it's always sort of squeaks its way into any sort of set, but I, I honestly would have just dropped it. Yeah. I don't think it's all that strong. But it's already been animated, so I'm pretty sure it's going to be in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of but, course, uh, there another... Oh, uh, really quick. Hey, I uh, hate to backtrack, but okay, can we pour one out for Bunkers?
1: Yeah, pour one out for
2: Bunkers.
0: Can we pour one out
2: for Bunkers? Yeah, that was
0: awesome <laughs> when I saw it. Yeah. Multiple times. I was just like, oh my gosh, it's Bonkers. Yeah. Since we're we back- yeah.
2: We were laughing really hard at the end of it because we were all like, oh no, Bonkers is freaking dead. I
1: can't believe Bonkers is dead, you guys.
0: <laughs> no, they'll find a way to bring it back.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dang
1: what's funny
2: is that uh, we were all like, oh no, Bonkers is dead. And then Jingles said guys leave bonkers alone he's down on his luck actor
1: <laughs> he couldn't make it in hollywood so now he's a cop
0: right 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 leave him
1: alone he's had a hard life
2: i was Dude, saying to, I-, I was saying to jingles though when like they're flashing different dimensions mm-hmm. uh first of all very nice that they threw the the cast of Ducktales into the original Ducktales show. Yep. Oh, the sea nice. monster ate my ice
0: cream. Bit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I That was one of my favorite episodes as a kid. With whatever he's literally running around yelling and screaming that, and Launchpad has no context as to why. Yeah. And it's like the the yeah yeah, yeah that was awesome.
2: And then like while they're flashing different dimensions, I was telling Jingles this all. I actually paused the episode. I was like, these guys better... Like, if these guys show that one of the dimensions uh, is the Mighty Ducks, I'm going to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: except for the fact that they've already done the... They already did the thing for Mighty Ducks.
2: When did they do that?
0: This was... And I say did the thing. They didn't do it, but they did. There's a scene where Gizmo Duck first shows up. The Bugle Boys... Are dressed in different costumes. Beagle Boys. Beagle Boys. One of the costumes, one of the, the bigger ones, out of the group had a Mighty Ducks mask on.
2: Was this in season three?
0: Let me look. Hang on.
2: Because, Will, um, we haven't seen season three.
0: I don't know. I, just, I was looking at a reference the other day. One time. Hey, are talking about references to the different
2: stuff?
1: Out, the on. one one time, game. Time time up until they hit the wall, now it makes a living downtown. why do a brand new big. Oh yeah, yeah, they they are. Uh, One of them Garcia's is, is wearing a, uh, a hockey mask. Oh, eh,
2: I I can accept that. Yeah, I can accept that. I'm saying like just a straight up,
3: just a straight up face Bill, e- no,
2: oh, yeah. Engine. Yeah, because you, you remember what they did for uh, Gummy Bears?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they were way harder with Gummy Bears. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, well, I
0: mean, we had the St. Canard thing where, you know, we had the musical number with Don Carnage.
1: Don Carnage.
2: See, that was a hard and fast reference.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's not St.
2: Canard. No. Yeah, because we we talked about that last episode, actually. We were all trying to remember the name.
1: Cape Suzette. Cape Suzette. Cape
0: Suzette. You're right, you're right, you're right, right. I'm trying to find something. Because one of those universes they made reference to an old Disney, like, it's like fur balls or fur pups or something like that, where, like, it was literally an hour-long special that they did. Mm-hmm. But these dogs supposedly can transfer through to different dimensions. But I'm just trying to find the name of those characters.
2: Hmm. Hey, look, man. I'm just happy about them gummy bears.
1: Yeah, them gummy bears.
2: But hey, yeah, let's pour one out for the homie, Bonkers.
3: Yeah,
0: Bonkers. Bonkers. Bonkers! 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 I remember the little theme song they tried to do back when... Um, Back when they did the, um, back when they did that show, back when they introduced it, and my mother hated that theme song because every time I would hear the theme song, I would try to dance to it because yeah. I just thought it was the hypest theme song ever for the show. <laughs> like, Why are you doing this? Why are you dancing? What's going on? I just, I, I don't love, know. I like it.
2: I love the idea of uh, Mama Holland telling little Will Holland before he became Big Will Holland. Some, why are you dancing? I like this thing. this thing. Why are you dancing? Why are you dancing? I, I like the song. You, know, you need to save that dancer for Jesus. <laughs>
0: well, she she probably has said that a few times.
3: <laughs>
0: All right. let's see. Yeah, the yeah apparently the episode that was on there was a whale well of a bad time was gotcha. the episode where Scrooge was yelling out a sea monster ate my ice cream.
1: A sea monster ate my ice cream
2: <laughs> And then again
0: I would okay. love to I would love to hear um, I would love to hear uh, David Tennant talk about having to say that line. Because I think it was actually David Tennant saying a line in, the, in yeah. that thing. So I, love I would it. love to... Sorry, go ahead. I would love to hear him talk about that episode. So, yes, one of the dimensions that Gosling scroll through is the floppy dogs dimension. Gotcha. But uh, uh,
2: I was, uh, was going to say, I'd like to have David Tennant tell me, hey, what's it like being a Scotsman playing a more Scottish Scotsman?
1: Oh, the the girl duck from uh, the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Mallory. Mallory, voiced Jennifer Hale.
0: <gasps> oh, cool!
1: Sweet, beautiful Jennifer Hale. Oh, she's so
2: beautiful she's and sweet. So Jennifer beautiful. Hale
0: from Dirty Dancing. Jennifer
2: Hale? No, Dirty Jennifer Hale from basically everything. Oh, she's <laughs> a voice actress
1: in almost everything. Okay. Uh, you remember Knights of the Old Republic?
0: Yes. She was Bastila. Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: She she does a lot of video game voice work. She does. A lot yeah. of video game voice <laughs> work.
2: You know uh Mass Effect?
0: Yeah.
1: She
2: played the female shepherd.
0: Oh, when you did Okay, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, the Floppy Dogs originated from a one-hour animated special, Floppy Dogs, which aired in November 27th of 1986.
2: Apparently. I kind of want to watch Mighty Ducks. I don't know if I'm
0: It's it. on Disney Network. I don't know if Floppy Dogs is on there, but I know Dex like on there. I started trying to watch it myself a little bit. It's so, so
2: hard. If it, you know what's funny is that uh, it always feels so hard to sell these sorts of shows to certain people. But some people, you don't need to sell the shows at all. Yeah. Because I feel like well, if we, if like Will didn't know about some of this stuff, we could tell him about it and he'd be like, "I'm on board. I want to see what this is all about." Like if we explained Mighty Ducks and stuff, but for like, uh, like Secret Boss of the Apartment, Josh, like it's always feels so hard to sell them on these old shows that we grew up with.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, and I mean that's the thing about it. That's uh, like I think I was talking to somebody, a group of people the other day and we are talking about the fact that um, they said, they, Miss Jen, who does the comic book store in Houston that I love to talk about all the time, because they're an awesome store, uh, she had, was doing a box opening for one of the big comic distributors that she gets pretty regular stuff from. And they do a lot more of, like, they do, like, the Robin Hood and stuff like that, but it's more of the female-centric versions of a lot of fairy tale characters and stuff like that, but they're very buxomless and very, you know, very scantily clad and stuff like that. And you know, I mentioned, I said, well, you know, it's not my bag of tea, but that's the thing about comic books. Is that th- there's something out there that I'm gonna enjoy that you may not. And right. there's something out there that you're gonna enjoy that I won't, and it's okay. Right. You know, that's the beautiful thing about comics is that there's something that's gonna everybody's gonna do something with. Man, I would love to see the mighty dust come back in some sort of way. Now, Remind me again, with the mighty ducks, they were actually aliens, right?
2: Yeah. Yes, they came they actually on a
0: different planet. I'm a.
2: As I put my arm around Will and say, "Yes, Will, they were aliens from a distant, from an alternate universe, and their planet's name was Puck World." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Ride this wave with me. Ride. I'm riding it. I'm on it. <laughs> They're actually uh, intergalactic refugees from Puckworld. World. And they are currently on the run from this sort of reptilian empire that followed them to Earth. And in between doing hockey games, they fight against this empire that has
1: now arrived on Earth. Yep. Oh, wow. Man, you remember this show many better than I do.
2: <laughs> I don't know why! This is why this is a hard sell. <laughs> it is a hard sell.
3: That mean, like, hard I, sell like jokes yourself, aside,
2: I, that. I still love sharing this stuff with people. Uh, just to see what sort of different reaction is, what different reactions I get out of it. Like, I, I brought up Secret Boss to the Apartment, Josh, um, before, but I think it's always cool to always bring those up to him because I don't know what I'm going to get necessarily out of him. Mm-hmm. And It could be anything from like, hey, that's kind of neat too. That sounds stupid. And then I have to admit to myself, it is kind of stupid. But right. most of the stuff that's over the top and the most memorable stuff, it is kind of stupid if you apply too much logic to it. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite video game series is Metal Gear Solid, and that thing right. has some pretty outrageous moments. Um, but I'm willing to admit it that that's kind of just the way things are. The best stories tend to be rather outlandish. I mean,
3: mm-hmm.
2: like, wheeling back to, to Darkwing Duck and Animaniacs... They're supposed to be over the top. Otherwise, they'd probably be a lot more boring. And, oh, before I forget, I want to gauge your guys' opinion on this. Okay. Because I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this way, and if I am, totally cool with that. So, when they're first bringing back Darkwing Duck, and they have this theme of never giving up and always getting back up, Mm -hmm. with how much he gets just beat up all the time now i remember in the original show that that happened to him all the time he always got messed up he always got beat up and he always got back up but i always read it as a gag i only i only ever registered it as a joke and now that they're bringing him back they're saying, yes, that still happened, and those were still kind of jokes, but there was that underlying message of never give up the whole time. And I'm sitting there, and I was mm-hmm. like, there's something about that that makes me feel conflicted about New Darkwing Duck. And I don't know uh-huh. if either of you guys picked up like, on that change. And if so, I mean, what do you guys think about it? Something about it bothers me, and I can't quite put it into words. But what do you guys think?
0: You know, I'm going to say this. It kind of reminds me of the end of the Spider-Verse. Because there's kind of that same theme whenever the older Spider-Man is talking to Miles. It says, a hero always stands up. A hero never stays down. Even when they're knocked down, they never stay down. They always get back up. And it's that thing, you know, it's that idea of what does it mean to be heroic? You know, and I don't know. I mean, I saw that a lot when I was young, when I was watching the original show. And if I'm understanding the question, I just want to make sure that that I'm following the question correctly. The question is, basically, you saw that theme in the old show, and then you're seeing it in the new show, and you feel conflicted because it's the same theme?
2: No. I'm okay. saying that I never saw that, that theme in the old show. And now I see it in the new show. And now I'm conflicted because... Part of me feels like... I don't know if you guys needed to throw that in. Part mm-hmm. of me feels like that's... Unnecessary. But I also am willing to admit that I may be a little unfair with this. And I want to know... For you guys... One... Did you see... That difference that I just mentioned, did you notice? Like, did it also seem like there was no underlying message? It was just gags originally, and now there is a message. And if so, what do you guys feel like? What, what how does it make you guys feel knowing that something that was stated as a gag, or at least felt like it was stated as a gag, suddenly has a deeper meaning? That and like, that suddenly feels like it has a deeper meaning. Sorry.
0: Now that I understand the question fully, and I'm glad that you let me kind of reiterate that because I want to make sure, I feel like the best way to answer that question is to go back and watch a bunch of old Darkwing Duck and then come back with the answer. Because so, I, as a younger person, I'm not going to be able to go back that far and remember the themes of the show. I get what you're saying with it being it feeling more like a gag in the original iteration, and it could have been. But there again, I feel like it for me to best give that answer. To be honest, it's gonna almost have to be. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the old show and see.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Since wow. I've got access to it, I feel like that's the best way to answer that question. I don't know that I can answer that question today. I almost feel like I'm gonna have to go and watch.
3: Yeah.
0: That you know I'm gonna have to go and watch some stuff.
2: I hear that, okay. and you know, I probably, I probably wouldn't have pieced it together until something bothered me in the back of my head, and I actually did go back and rewatch some old Darkwing Duck, hmm. and that's when I was all, that's when I was able to sort of put it into words of, oh, there really wasn't a theme to this; it was just jokes about him always getting blown up, crunched, burnt, and nobody was all like. Yeah, that's good old Darkwing Duck. He always gets back up. Uh, nobody really yeah. pointed that out. Uh, and maybe
0: that's something in the newer show that they're trying to put in there because they're seeing a lot of the the baseline formula of a lot of your TV show T V shows and cartoons for your heroes. Now is okay. I may get knocked down a hundred times, but the one hundred and one time is the time I am going to make the difference.
2: Right, and I think that's what's going on. But the, the and the reason. And it's because of that that it's sort of on the forefront of my mind
0: okay
2: uh, bro what do
1: you think I know that was a lot that uh, was a lot sorry um sorry I don't know um I'm not really too bothered because fair enough you know they're they're trying to have a un- trying to have an underlying theme doesn't really hurt anything,
2: sure so. yeah and I could see that. I was just curious, like if you guys felt like you saw the same thing and if so, how did that make you feel? I'm not asking for like, Oh, well, like we need to do something about like they're changing too much. No, no, No. I just, I just, I, I find that a lot of my questions come down to what do you guys feel? And then I just like to know.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I did kind of notice it, but I'm um, sure. No, I didn't. I sure. didn't mind. No, that's good. That's good. Um,
2: and I can't help but wonder, with like the Animaniacs. I keep sa- I keep trying to equivalent, you know, make an equivalent between these two shows, which is really unfair because they're two entirely separate entities. But you could still mm-hmm. compare them. That's the thing, I found out recently you can absolutely compare apples to oranges. Yep. Uh, but in this case, I'm trying I'm gonna try not to. I'm gonna try not to, but I'll be honest, there is a lingering thought in the back of my head, and we won't know until it's out. Ugh, on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> uh but we won't know until it's out. How it's all gonna play out whether or not it's gonna be the same quality of jokes with new material or not we'll
0: see Mm -hmm. hey guys you ever needed skills for different things you ever thought i want to learn how to crochet i want to learn how to do needlepoint i want to learn how to write a script for this awesome idea i had you can go to skillshare and learn these and other things even things such as physics or finger painting Any skill that you want to learn, they've got a teacher for it on Skillshare. In the link below in the description of this episode. You have an opportunity to take advantage of two free weeks of Skillshare premium. Absolutely free. You sign up for it. You decide you don't want to stay with it. Well, I understand. But I greatly hope you will enjoy it. And I hope that you'll take the time to do that. Just by clicking that link and signing up, you will help sponsor this podcast. You will be helping us in that regard. So I thank you for that. And I thank Skillshare for sponsoring this particular podcast. Conversations about dot dot dot. I hope you enjoy it, and let's get back to the show. Yeah. You know,
2: and, and I hope I was...
0: that I hope that they do well with it. I mean, that's the thing. That's, anybody that has any hope in the you know in, in any type of reboot type thing like this. Especially, I mean, whether it's a reboot or reimagining, because there is a little bit of a difference. You know, with Animaniacs, it does feel like a hard reboot, in a sense, other than the fact that, you know, they statistically say, you know, it's been 20-something years since we've done this. You know, like, for example, whenever Dot's try to get her first line out, and they're like, you know, you you know, you know, gotta make sure the line is good. Make sure it's relevant. You know, and then she just smashes them both with a hammer.
3: hmm
0: You know? And so it's got kind of that idea. But, you know, I, I feel like you know, the the Neverman Splaney line mm-hmm. feels a little bit more political than it does funny. You know, it doesn't land to me as a joke. It lands as a, well, we're going to have some woke stuff in here too. I mean, hopefully they're making fun of it instead of just ascending to the wokeness of it. You know, I'm if you're going to make certain, fun of everything, huh?
1: I'm fairly certain that it's they're they're going to be making fun of Everything. I hope so. That's what I want. I, want I
0: hope they make take, fun of Twitter. They even that would be hilarious of, to me.
1: They made fun of like quinoa wraps and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're gonna they're gonna make fun of woke culture. They'll make fun of like
0: <laughs> avocado toast. Yeah,
1: that's uh, what I that's what I really want. I want them to take
2: jabs at everybody. Yeah. True.
0: It's kind of like one of the commentaries on, Dave, on the Dave Chappelle show to, there's something totally unrelated to Animaniacs, but hear me out. I'm, uh, following, you. I'm following you. Is that Dave Chappelle made fun of everybody. Mm-hmm. He didn't leave anybody out. South Park does the same thing. Yeah. People love it or hate it. They don't, like, have a side. They just, whatever is the popular thing at the moment, they're going to make fun of it. It doesn't matter what it is or who's behind it. Yeah, you know, And I appreciate them for that. I don't personally watch South Park just because it's a little too crude for me. Mm-hmm, that right. said, I still appreciate the fact that if you're going to go off on everything, you're going to go off on everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't get to have, like, when Isaac Hayes got mad because they were making fun of Scientology, it was just like, bro, we've been making fun of every other religion. Why would we not make fun of Scientology? Mm-hmm. Especially at the time when you had Tom Cruise running around everywhere. Yep. Oh yeah. You know, it was all over the place for a while. So yeah, of course he's gonna make fun of. They're gonna make fun of it. For sure. It makes sense. You can't just leave it off because one of your stars is involved in it. Because if you do that, then you're playing aside. Right. So hopefully with Animaniacs, they take that same approach that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make fun of everything and. I mean, I even I laughed out loud whenever you had the scene where it's like flip the light on, you flip the light, flip on, the and light there, on and everybody's in there they're dancing. Uh
2: that was the black light, the, the the light the brother.
0: The black light. Then I flip the light out back on. Do, do, off do do do, 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 do do do. Nothing, nothing to see here.
2: Oh no, nothing <laughs> unusual there. Mm. Yeah. I like that
1: joke. That was a funny
2: joke.
0: That joke landed well.
1: Yeah.
2: As soon as as the black light went on, I was like, oh, all right, yeah, oh, it's time for a party. (laughs) Nothing unusual there.
0: You know, and even the phone party I thought was interesting. What are we going to do? What are we going to do tonight, uh, Bray? Same thing we do every night, Pinky, Try to take over the (laughs) (laughs) phone. Same phone. Yeah. And then, of course, my favorite other joke was the end, where it's like, and now time to stream for the adoration. And they post it up, and it gets the one like, and he finds out it's Pinky to put the like on there.
2: I didn't like that one, only because it was too real for me. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Now time to rake in the adoration.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought was funny about It's because, you know, we post that stuff you know, we post things, we do things, Mm -hmm. and we are hoping for that, you know, oh, now I'm going to get in all these likes, I'm going to get it. like somebody said, somebody messaged me and was talking about um, Sketchtober, because I've been doing Sketchtober stuff, Mm -hmm. and I forgot to post stuff on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, I was doing my videos every day, and I've been posting up on Facebook, because it's part of the group that I'm on, you know, they do the Facebook thing. And so, I've been doing that, and, um, you know, somebody was like, well, hey, I know you hadn't posted up any sketched over pictures over the last few days. I was like, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'll get them up this weekend probably. And I'll catch it up that way. They're like, well, you know, if you don't post them on Instagram, you're not doing them. And I was just like, no, I've done them. Here's the YouTube videos where you've seen me do them. Like, they're there. <laughs> oh. I just didn't think to post them on Instagram.
2: Hey, Will, you just gave me inspiration for a new bit. Okay. All right, hear me out. Okay, so here's the bit. Uh, What I'll do is that I'll put on a wig. I'll put on sunglasses, and I'll film myself inside of my car. And the entire, like, the video will just start with me saying, uh, Now, I don't like to start drama, but something happened today that I just gotta get off my chest. And then Uh I just start complaining about... Muffins,
3: mm-hmm.
2: or I start complaining about chocolate versus vanilla ice cream, and I start oh, wow. going, i like, all y'all that like that vanilla ice cream are poisoning your body," and I just, I go into an like as far as I can go and ad lib an entire bit where it's just me being that one person on YouTube mm-hmm. that likes to just videotape themselves going on a rant. Because yeah. everybody loves that.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then, then I put it up on April Fool's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> William, thoughts? Oh, no. Well, hey. I mean, more power to you. You know you got my vote.
2: <laughs> um, I'll
0: definitely have to put a comment in on it and all that because that would just be funny.
2: Yeah. But, like, you have to, yeah, it has to be an inflammatory and uh, combative comment.
0: Like, you know, like just complain about something like, you know, I've had a, I've had a long time to consider this. Yeah, I, just, I can't. I can't hold it back anymore. I've tried. Yeah. I've tried to be peaceful. I've tried to keep my peace about it. I've tried to. And you know what? I'm done. Roman Reigns needs to wear a shirt again. Dang it.
3: <laughs> look, You
0: look, wore best for years. OK, <laughs> you know what? I did not know what he looked like. I thought he could have been a fly. He could have just been a fatty like me. But <laughs> no, she goes out there when he starts feuding with his cousin, and he's one of our shirtless, and he makes me sad that I don't have a body like his. <laughs> ah. I need a body like yours, Roman. I can't <laughs> transplant fat off myself and put it on a pig, okay? <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I to the fist, Roman. Carcifist. You know what? You know what? Vince can tell Roman to cock the fist all day long. Me and Roman Reigns hit the ring. I'm punching somebody in their face. I don't care if I die six seconds later because then Brock Lesnar's going to show up and just whoop me within an inch of my life. I don't even care. I don't care if Paul Heyman calls out Brock Lesnar, Big Show, and Stone Cold Steve Austin because they're all Heyman guys and they whoop the crap out of me. I'm punching Roman Reigns in the face because he makes me feel bad about my body.
2: That's not a bad promo. You know... So yeah, something like that. <laughs> and uh, that's my promo. <laughs> like, what are you? Because I know I voiced a lot of concerns, and and I feel I'm sorry if this question is retreading old ground that we've already covered. No, what did. are you guys most looking forward to with Animaniacs, or what do you what do you want the most out of it?
0: I honestly hope we get some of the original characters. Like, I loved watching um, Slappy the Squirrel.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: I love watching Slappy the Squirrel. I love watching stuff like, and I can't think of the Minx. I don't know how well she no, pl- no. would play. I don't know how well she would play. Because the whole Minx being sexy and all that other stuff, and, you know, she's, she's 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 got the little creature that's following her around and all that. I don't know how that would play in the current culture.
1: Let it ride. Yeah, um I feel like they should, yeah. but
0: I don't know if they will. With yeah.
1: with how big the furry community is, I feel like that's a missed opportunity.
2: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> you know the pigeons growing from growing stronger. Yeah, the pigeons from, yeah. from good fathers.
2: Oh from good <laughs> <laughs>
0: good fathers, rather right? not good fathers. Good no, brothers. no, I
2: like that. I like it. I, Honestly, it takes me back to the movie Bolt with those pigeons in there. Yeah, how they were all. Oh like, yeah. Held, and it's funny because like the pigeons from the west coast talk different from the pigeons from the east coast. Yeah. And you know, I just all like, uh, he's like, "Are you sure you know who he is, boss? I'm done here. I I know this guy. I know this guy." <laughs> And then the big bolt poster comes up behind him, and he's like, Ah, oh, no, ne- never mind. I, I, I thought I knew.
3: <laughs>
0: Dude, Chicken Boo!
2: I don't remember Chicken Boo. No, me neither. Let me find.
1: I remember Chicken Jane. Oh. Don't talk about Chicken Jane.
2: Why not? We've she learned a lot of from that show.
1: died a long time ago. <laughs> look,
0: look, CC coming
2: down, down the, the lane.
1: lane. There,
2: there goes Scott. Scott. There, there goes Scott. Goes Scott.
0: There, there goes, goes Chicken Jane. <gasps> and of course, there was the little kid who would always come out of the house and say and do weird things. But again, I don't know how well that works in a, in a, in, a, in the current climate, because again, that's another thing you have to look at. It's like how much in the current climate is going to be jokes? That they're gonna they're gonna allow to work.
2: You know what? What I want is for them to stick to their guns, make those same, make those same kinds of jokes with new material, but, like, I also want them to come up against people that are all like, you can't do that anymore,
1: (laughs) you can't say that anymore.
0: Well, apparently people are up in arms already, because apparently there's a Trump joke in the trailer where they have the Cyclops that supposedly looks like Trump.
2: Yeah, you know, nobody has blinded me.
0: You know, Come and of course, guys, that's a riff the, on, the uh, on the Odyssey. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Nobody is I, blinded. And then that's when I throw down my hat and I'm all like, nobody gets it.
0: <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I mean, it's just the whole thing with the, the Odyssey and all that. I thought it was really cool, but, you know, people are just, you know, Twitter. Welcome to the world of Twitter. You know, people are going to oh. make fun of things. I was yeah. trying to, you know, why? Am I not? Okay.
2: Yeah. Save the best thing that they can do for themselves is just stick to their guns if that ends up being the case.
0: Well, and I hope so. I mean, of course, I hope so on a lot of stuff that I've seen in different forms of media. I mean, some stuff comes out and it gets ripped apart immediately. I mean, you know, look at stuff like she mm-hmm. You know?
2: Well, I, yeah. Oh, and the Thundercats. Thundercats.
0: And Thundercats. You know what's. There's Chicken Boo.
2: Chicken Boo.
0: Chicken, Ch- chicken boo. boo. It's just a chicken who dressed up in different outfits and did all sorts of crazy stuff. It's like Animaniacs version of Forrest Gump almost.
2: Because we Animaniacs. Then we're crazy to the ma- They need to be crazy to the max. Yep.
0: And I can see them being all sorts of crazy. That'd be interesting. I, like I said, with the Darkwing Duck stuff, it'd be cool if we got, although, here's the thing, if they never do a Darkwing Duck show itself, and they just did episodes, continue to do episodes like this, I feel like you do when you say there's not a whole lot else they can really do. They almost have to do a new show, and again, if Disney can afford to do it right now, of course, Disney's still in, you know, penny-pinching mode.
3: Mm.
0: But if they can afford to do it, I would love to see it. But if they don't, if they just do episodes where, say, the launch Fat at the beginning episode is in Duckburg and then he goes over to, you know, goes over to the other side of town, so to speak, and does the Darkwing Duck thing for an episode or so in a season. Like every season you have one or two episodes where he's with Darkwing
3: mm-hmm.
0: doing stuff, you know. Because, I mean, Taurus is still in our world, mm. you know. So it's not like he's going to be totally away from that. And if, you know, and uh, with the group there and everything, they could definitely do some things. It'll be interesting to see how that all goes down. So anybody else, got anything else to say as far as Darkwing, Duck, or Animaniacs go?
2: You know, not really. I am shocked on how much I had to say. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. Thanks, Will.
0: Oh, not a problem at all, man. Not a problem at all. I appreciate you guys getting in and talking with me about it. I appreciate, you know, the opportunity to really get in there and and work through some stuff because I love old school cartoons. I always have. Mm -hmm. And so it's an awesome thing to talk about those shows.
2: And who'd have Uh, thunk? This whole thing started with uh, Jingles telling me, hey. I'm going to get in a call with this Will guy because I'm tired of t- typing in chat on his videos about corrections.
1: <laughs> so I need to talk to him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and I greatly appreciate it. You guys have no idea how great this has been. Just As far as just, it's one thing to be you know talking about things and getting into things. It's another thing when you're the guy trying to talk to people about it. Nine times out of ten, you're talking to people who just look at you funny when you start talking about comic book or geeky related stuff
2: right and this has been a pretty fun episode though yep
0: i am glad you guys enjoyed it so let's get ready to rock out put our socks out and tell the wonderful people where we can find you guys in the land of social media
1: um i am on youtube twitter twitch uh other places uh, if you've if you've just searched Jingles Roscoe, you'll find me. I'm the only one of my kind, and
2: Ooh. I'm pretty closely behind him in the backgrounds and the shadows. But I am one of many.
0: Ooh, Twilight Legion. Interesting. Interesting. All right, and I am on YouTube as well. Big Will Holland. I'm also in the land of Twitter and Instagram and all that fun stuff at willholland9973 as well as on the Facebook. So on my own page and also on the page of uh, Conversations About dot 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 fan page on Facebook. Go check it out. And, uh, you know, something we haven't done in a couple of weeks. Uh, So I'm going to do this real quick before we bounce out of this one. The The Poddex question of the week. Uh, And here it is. Halloween is coming up. By the time you guys hear this, Halloween will be a little bit away. And so, you know, you can go back to when you were a kid. You can go back to even when your kids were trick-or-treating, if you have children. Or nieces and nephews and stuff like that. Favorite candy. That's the question. What's your favorite candy?
1: Butterfinger. Consistently.
0: A lot of uh, consistently Okay,
1: I like most things with white chocolate um, So um, The Hershey's cookies and cream bars were one of my favorites uh, But I'm okay. also a big fan of Hershey's crunch bars Okay, or I, think I think my favorite candy
0: Nestle. And maybe I should preference this with favorite candy to get during Halloween But I don't know that that's any different because there are a lot of people who say stuff like candy corn or something like that. Candy corn I can do without. Like it's pretty much just sugar. Like it doesn't. Like I've had candy corn and I noticed that like unless you get some specialty candy corn, it doesn't really have a flavor to it. It's just kind of syrupy sugar. So I don't know that that's a candy I like. I prefer like Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite. But the thing about it is, I like them to be at least slightly frozen. Like, I like them to be in the freezer for about 20 to 30 minutes, stud hour. Right. And then just get them out, and you're just, you know, you kind of puck out in the middle there. You eat the middle, and then you just slowly eat the outside like a cookie. Right. So, that's my favorite kind of candy to rock with. So... Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 90. Greatly appreciate it. On the road to 100. Here we go. I'm glad you're on the road with us. And above all else, guys, do me a favor. Be blessed be a blessing to somebody, guys. Take care.
1: This episode is powered by Poddex.